0: From the steamy nights in Miami to the fast-paced energy of New York City, Like a Fly on the Wall takes you on a non-stop rollercoaster ride of adventure and suspense. With captivating characters like Jacques, Kylie, True, and Breeze, you'll be turning pages at a high speed to see what happens next. Like a Fly on the Wall is brought to you by the talented author, Simone Kelly. This suspenseful novel crackles with intrigue, sex, and plenty of surprises. Perfect for fans of Eric Jerome Dickey and Carl Weber. Learn more about this sexy suspense thriller by going to likeaflyonthewall.com and order your copy today.
1: Players, you're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, author, holistic business coach, and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Make some noise, studio. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> As always, we want to give a special thanks to our partners, True Town Films. And as usual, I'm sitting next to my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's
2: up, y'all? Ooh,
1: ooh! What's going on?
2: All is well, all is well on the boulevard. If you're a new-time listener, welcome to the family. A new-time listener? A new-time listener. What's that mean? New listener? (laughs) Listening for the first time? New-time listener, you heard that? Go ahead. (laughs) If you're a new listener, welcome to the family, y'all. We have thousands of listeners Around the world and we just want to thank you for supporting the own your power movement Um, without further ado let's jump right into the to the show tonight
1: and before that I would like to let you guys know if you want to know more about our services um, work workshops events. Uh, on Your Power University Just go to com. We have loads of content Over 400 hours Maybe I think it's 350 350 hours of listening uh, On On Your Power Radio
2: And so uh, We won't get into That online program Because we've talked about that But you know If you if you haven't uh, Checked out the online classes Definitely visit The uh Site and check out What's available to you
1: so today in the house, I'm so happy to have my big sister, Michelle Hollinger, yeah, in the house. Yeah, yeah. hey, hey.
2: Miss Hollinger. Your name. <laughs> name. If you're that's a good one. Miss Hollinger, if you're worried. I
1: like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, so um, Michelle, I've known, I don't even know how long I've known you. I feel like we, we knew each other online first. And mm. then we met at a, maybe like five, six years ago at, at a um, jazz festival. You Jazz know, in the Gardens? I feel like that's what it was, but I, I could be wrong. I think was the
3: second meeting. The
4: first See, bit, I, yeah. I get mixed
1: up because you change your hair all the time, so it throws me off. You had that big afro. Right. And, I, and that's how we started talking. But where did we meet before? I think we were both on a panel oh. some years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Mm. I, I've been running my mouth so many mm. years. I don't, know, I don't know what panel that was. I don't remember <laughs> which one it was, but I think we were on a panel together. Okay. So she actually, um, you, do you still work at South Florida Times? I am. Okay, South Florida Times editor. And thanks to her, she had my big old head plastered on the cover nice. of um, the, the the South Florida Times when like a um, like a final World first came out. Mm-hmm. And um, she's just been an amazing um, help, big sister. She's just you know one of those inspiring people that you just want to have in your corner and in mm-hmm. your inner circle. And she is now the author of a book called Worthy. <laughs> And we are very excited to have her there because, you know, one of the biggest things, we're, we're, we're really big about being worthy on Own Your Power. We want people to, you know, take advantage of um, who they are and not let other people take advantage of them. And um, I really want you to explain to us what, what
3: inspired this book. Tell us a little bit about that. What inspired the book? Uh, you know I'm the publisher of a beautiful magazine called The Sisterhood. Oh, how can we leave that out? Oh, my God. Jesus.
1: Yeah, Sisterhood. Ma- I've been on the cover of that, too. Sisterhood mm-hmm. Magazine <laughs> is also one of her, her biggest, I think, one of your biggest accomplishments, I would say. Oh, it's yeah. your baby. Oh, yeah. So tell us about that first. Well, you
3: know what? The Sisterhood right now locally is on hiatus because we are going national in Really? Woo! Congratulations. Yes, yes, thank you. We have a distributor. Uh, Books a Million has said yes. Wow, that's and huge! We're in the process of just doing the production schedule and getting everything lined up so that we can launch. That is so exciting! In the so yeah, so Books a Million is, is nationwide, like it a is. like a Barnes and Noble kind of mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. Wow. Okay, congratulations. So most of their
3: East Coast stores will be
1: stocking the Sisterhood. That is, that's huge. It is. That is very huge. Do you need volunteers and stuff? You know, I can help you get get some. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and then, so the Sisterhood is on hiatus, but it's starting up when again? We launched nationally in the spring.
3: Okay. And then the book came out when? The book came out in the spring of 2018, as a matter of fact. But the Sisterhood was the reason Mm -hmm. that the book Uh, even came about because I was in a consultation with my business consultant and I'm telling her about a program that I had put together because one of the things that happened with the sisterhood is lots of women 40, 50, 60, you know, respond to me and are relieved because they feel like, okay, well, I haven't really found my life purpose and I was really starting to beat myself up about it, but there was something that you said in this month's issue that reminded me that it's never too late that reminded me that, you know, I need to get about my business of discovering my life purpose. And so after I got so many, you know, bits of feedback like that, the universe gave me this program. 40 is a new 20, but not the way you think.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So
3: because typically when we're talking about 40 being a new 20, we're talking about our appearance. Aesthetics. Right? Right. Right? right. But when you think about life purpose you know, women who are 40, 50, 60, who have not yet found their life purpose. Right, they've been
1: living for everybody else.
3: Right, and and if they apply that approach, 40 is a new 20, that energy that they had when they were 20, but they're using that now as a 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old. One of the things that I uh, tried to convey to them was that you've lived a little, you have far more strength, far more courage, far more resilience than you had when you were 20, 30, when you possibly had that dream or goal that you did not... Um, plan mm-hmm, to pursue mm-hmm, and to do it now is when you're supposed to do it we're not all supposed to hit certain milestones exactly the same because we're not you know we don't live these and who created miles. those milestones you know, anyway? what I mean? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. and so i'm talking to her about the program i'm getting really excited and so she gets to the point in the um in the conversation where she goes okay so michelle how much are you going to charge and i'm too embarrassed to say how much i was going to charge because it was you know, that God low um and so she was it it sounded like she was quiet for like an hour but it was more like 20 (laughs) seconds and then she comes back and she's like uh no 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 you can't do that did you just hear the value that you described about this program Mm -hmm. did you just hear and understand how you are going to bless so many different women how dare you come and slap that little tiny price on this product right so we had a conversation and she went and okay so michelle what's up with the low prices? And so I was hemming and hawing and see what had (laughs) happened was and because I didn't really have an explanation for it. But I realized that I needed to, when I got off that call, to do some work. And so, yeah, my business consultant uh, basically asked me, so, Michelle, what's up with the low prices? Because that had been a pattern of mine. And uh, once once our consultation was over, I knew I had work to do. So, I shut things down for a few days, went into prayer and meditation, did a lot of journaling um, just to get to the bottom of it because I had to get real with myself and, and realize that it was indeed a pattern. And I just did not want to continue the pattern. You know, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. And as I did my work, I realized that I was dealing with some wounded worthiness, which was a shock to me because I've been on a spiritual journey for a really long time. I understand the power of forgiveness, I understand the power of my thoughts, I live in gratitude. So to realize that I was dealing with wounded worthiness was like a shock. Right. But not really. because How did
1: you find out, though?
3: I sat down, prayed, meditated, did a lot of introspection, just really looked at my life, looked at the, the decisions that I had been making, the way I was showing up in my life. And spirit just revealed it. Girl, you are dealing with some <laughs> wounded worthiness, you know. And if you revive your worthiness, some things will become crystal clear. And you'll start to move in the world a whole lot differently. And so the books just started pouring through. I'm a writer, so, you know, I, I write to right. heal. Right, natural. And the books started pouring through.
1: So what could someone that um, picks up your book, what could they gain from it? And and it's not just for women, right? Correct? Oh, no, definitely on, not
3: just for women. You,
1: a lot of men need this, Amon, you think?
2: Well, I was making reference to the fact that um, as I skimmed a few of the passages, I noticed the reference to women and, and girls and and I can completely see, you know, the the angle on self love and, and 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 the need for that with with a uh, with a lot of folks uh, as a father of of a, of a young lady, mm-hmm. having had many many discussions in her, throughout her development on the importance of that. But I've always been very curious to, you know, see explore how you know men have their own challenges with self love and self worth, and um, oftentimes it's their ego that that gets in the way of mm-hmm. their ability to really. Um, have that, you know, hard look in the mirror and mm-hmm. and, and acknowledge, you know, do you love yourself? <laughs> do you like yourself? You know, right. Do you like who you are? And so I'm, I definitely think it would be applicable. But if the language doesn't uh, cater to men, mm-hmm. then would they be able to read and digest the same message, even if there's a spin on it towards towards women?
3: Absolutely. The, the chapter you're referring to is worthiness and sisterhood which I had to do because I'm the publisher of the obviously. Yeah. But the, overall, the book is very gender neutral. Um, I've had several men to read the book and to come away with it like, whoa, well, first of all, I didn't even realize I was dealing with wounded worthiness. Um, and one of the things that I, things that I love about the book is the way that it informs people, men and women, that they're dealing with wounded worthiness, but they don't come away from it feeling less than. Right, know? right, right. Like, because, what, what was me? <laughs> right, you know, what, what's wrong with me? It's not you a know? self-pity book. Right, right. right. So it, it, it's really an eye-opener. It's really something that people are, you know, gravitating towards because it speaks in a language that lets you know that you don't have to be in turmoil. You don't have to be dealing with low self-esteem. You don't have to be going through anything major to be dealing with wounded worthiness. What it does is it... it It has you walking around through your life um, with glasses on, right? But you think your glasses are crystal clear, but they're smudged. Mm. Mm. And so you're seeing your life, you know, through these smudgy glasses, but you think that everything's clear and you think that you're doing the best you can in every aspect of your life when there's so much more that you could be doing. But wounded worthiness has you convinced that what what you're doing now is enough. Right. When you're capable of so much more. You know, going to this job that you hate, that you justify going to because it pays the bills, because it supports a certain lifestyle. But on the inside, you're essentially dead. You just haven't been buried. You know, you're, you're going to this thing that there's emotions is, of life.
1: Absolutely. So it help, helps people not to settle. Technically. Ab-
3: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was
2: interesting because I I, I really uh, in listening to your perspective, um, shared, you know, you gave me a different angle on it on, on, because I was thinking sort of just the opposite, that I feel that um, I'm not doing enough to achieve what I felt everybody expected me to achieve in life, like my family and and, and just sort of the idea that the expectations were set so high and I feel that I haven't achieved what was set for me to achieve. And Mm yet it's a battle because, you know, is it their idea of what my achievement should have been or is it my own?
3: Very, very, very important distinction. It's one of the things we talk about in the book. Uh, Folk who who are dealing with wounded worthiness have to determine, you know, where those expectations came from. You know, what wounded your worthiness? Was it because these expectations that were not in alignment with who you are, with what's inside of you, you know, those expectations were handed down? And because of who they were handed down by a parent you know, an authority figure, people that you respect and love, there's a part of us that feels like we have to oblige, you know. And, and when that's not matching up with why you're here, when that's not matching up with that unique purpose that's inside of you, it creates this this dilemma within mm-hmm. us, which wounds your worthiness, right? you know. And when we can peel back the layers and look at that and understand, okay, well, these people loved me, but perhaps some of these expectations, you know, Kind of set me up to to feel a certain kind of way. You can you can look at that and come away with a different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I know Absolutely. so many people that are doctors, lawyers, nurses, and they hate their job and hate it. And they're doing it because their dad or their mom wanted them to do it, or I, that's what our family does. And mm-hmm. it's just like they don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know what their calling is, and they're miserable. And but Some people they find out just some you know sometimes it's a little later, yes. but you know, <laughs> never yes. too late as they say. But and yeah. even
2: even even if you do take it out of the 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 arena of careers, you know, you have people who are in relationships oh, that are yeah. unhappy, but the I guess stereotype of you know, life where you have to be married and children and mm-hmm. have a family, you know, kind of uh, begs the question that that's supposed to immediately give you happiness, and right. there are a lot of people who are in those scenarios. And um, very unhappy with life. They're
1: Instagram happy.
4: <laughs> if they're if
2: if they're even Tell on. Tell me, I know a lot of those. On, mm, yeah. I know he will. I think. I think ultimately, yeah. you know, aside from social media, you know, you can't disguise. You know, sort of, but so much you can, I think you can really, when you look at people and you study them and you watch their behavior, you can tell what's the facade that they put on, Mm -hmm. but but what their soul. people are really good at it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah.
3: I'm so glad you brought that up because settling is not just as it relates to a career. Settling for a relationship that doesn't feed your soul, that, Mm -hmm. you know, causes you to shrink so that this person doesn't feel insecure. Which is a huge, huge indication of wounded worthiness because you're, you're dimming your light because whenever you start to take a step forward, this person gives you a look or they say a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And because their opinion of what you're doing with your life is more important than what you think you should be doing with your life, you pull back. That's a classic sign of wounded worthiness. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I just had a, a client today who um, has been in a relationship for four years, and she wants to get married and... Um, he got her a ring. Um, it wasn't the ring she wanted. <laughs> but it's not, the story sounds like she's being materialistic, but he told her, pick out the ring you want. She picked out the ring she wanted, and um, he ended up getting another one, and the way he said he was going to propose to her, he proposed to her kind of like, here you go, here's the ring. You know, it wasn't like mm. this romantic thing he, he promised. So she was kind of, ups- you know, kind of hurt about the way he did it, and he ended up, you um, now, he treats her, like, really bad. You know, it's not, like, a good relationship. But throughout the whole relationship, it's been very emotionally abusive. Mm. And she's always attracts the same kind of guy. Like, mm. they're, they're, like, on paper, amazing, you know. Mm. Makes all this money, has this house, has a Porsche, this, the that. But then, um, and it's, all again, for image. You know, she wants to feel like, oh, wow, I have a great guy. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. And and I keep her trying to remind her, like, look look at, are you happy? Like, do you want this? He's not going to change. This is who he is. You know, like, at the end of the day, he's um, emotionally abusive. And he puts her down, so it's like this constant cycle, and a lot of people don't realize that, that they're in these relationships for the, you know, for the look of it or what they think is gonna be um, the packaging. Yeah, the packaging. But if you're not really happy, like don't force yourself to be with somebody just because you know, and especially when the, the clock is ticking, that's what happens when you're in your, your late thirties or. Even when you hit twenty nine, they start freaking out. Most of my clients that age, <laughs>
4: but you know, the,
3: the I'm going to be dirty. I got to have a baby now. <laughs> absolutely, the, the work that has to be done is is internally, mm-hmm. is inside of herself. Mm-hmm. That's the reason that she continues to attract the different the people. Same guy, same guy, different same name. guy, different That's face. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the work has to happen inside of her because she has to realize what her true worth is. She has to realize what she really deserves. And until that happens, she's going to continue. You know attracting that same person because that's just the way the universe works spiritual law says that what you think about yourself we're not attracting the person that we want we're attracting who we are we
1: think we are oh yeah you know
3: and (laughs) so until the work the internal work is done until until the internal work is done uh, she'll continue getting opportunities to heal. Right. That's what it I, is. Like that. I like she'll that. She'll continue getting opportunities to heal <laughs> when, when she recognizes that she deserves more. And it's because she's done her own work, not because somebody told her right. that she deserves. She has to recognize it you for herself. It. Yeah. She'll attract a dude into her space who really gets that and he can treat her the way she deserves to be treated. Right.
1: So um, we got a lot of people out there that need to need to get worthy. So how can they get worthy? How can they get this book?
3: They can go to my website michellehollinger.com, dot com and order the book right there on the website. Are there
2: any are there any opportunities for like workshops or book readings or, or events where people can come out and even be just be part of a dialogue and and, and maybe you know even I think for a lot of people becoming just more in tune with what it means to be. Worthy, you know. Absolutely. I think it's, it's not a. It, it sounds like it's a, it's a. It's a concept that everybody can say. Okay, well, I know what the definition is, but to apply it to your life, to assess oneself, to to be willing to, you know, sort of come to reality with how you've been self defeating, is not easy. Right. Um. And I think that when I think it becomes a power when people realize, well, I'm not the only one who's struggling Absolutely. with this. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Well, we had. Need,
1: a, we need to do a, a joint venture uh, event.
3: I would own, love that. Own your power. Hello. I would love that. I Hello. love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have anything scheduled right now. We're we're in the process of scheduling for 2019.
2: Is that where Sisterhood comes in? The
3: Actually, 90s? they're two separate. Two uh, separate. Two day. separate okay. entities. Yeah. But you
1: better believe there'll be a, a full page ad in there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Okay. For
3: sure. Yeah. We just had a number of events um, over the past. Yeah, because her book launched
1: a few months yeah. ago, so she did a lot of uh, book tour stuff. So, um, website again.
3: MichelleHollinger.com, and this is on Amazon too, or you buy it it directly from you. No, no, no you. The, the link to Amazon is on the website. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah,
4: okay. Sometimes and I'm going
2: to plug a sequel for um, a male rendition of worthy <laughs> you're gonna you know, write it I'll, I'll 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 co-author a chapter or so, oh, you know, snap. little testimony get, some testimony join
1: the writer's lab on, on facebook oh <laughs> plug 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 for those who are writers <laughs> go. Uh, it's free come on for those who are writers or you know soon to be writers join the writer's lab uh on on your well the writer's lab brought to you by Onya power it's on facebook just join us and you'll get to meet other authors People that have just an idea for a book, but they haven't even started writing a book. <laughs> really going just You're yawn right in my, uh, in my commercial. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Am I that boring <laughs> to you, Armada? Idea for a book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might just leave this in. All right. <laughs> uh. All right. So, again, go to Facebook.com uh, and then look for The Writer's Lab um, on Facebook. And uh, I think we're gonna just wrap this up because we're way over time. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on the oh, show. Wow, thank you that so much it. for having me. Thank and you. we're so excited about your book and so excited about your your nationwide yes, endeavor yes. for sisterhood. I'm so happy about that. And um, you definitely have to like do a tour or something. I don't know how, you, how would you tour for a magazine? I don't
3: know. <laughs> we'll, we'll hit all pop of the book, ups all of the books a million stores. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you
1: go. That's yeah. beautiful. I love that. For those who are listening, remember anything you want is attainable.
0: Own your power. Like us on Facebook at Own Your Power Radio or follow us on Twitter at Own Your Power. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own Your Power. you are my level. Yeah, my level. I'm a sucker for your body type. The right temple matches your mind. No hope been one to settle. Settle. with you you show me something profound who wouldn't want to hold you down i'm never meant For you to come along, but I'm a to my phone for me. my, my.